Alright guys, so um, good afternoon. I think today this is episode number 13 of the podcast. I did have another episode already kind of um, recorded on my brother's phone, but I wasn't able to upload it yet. So uh, I think I, you know, instead of just waiting for that to be uploaded, I'll just upload this file instead. So um, yeah, today I took out some yames you know, from the outside, from una, um, a very beautiful little area that my dad had separated. He put some yames about a couple months ago. I can't really tell you right now. I would actually like to have a conversation with him about this and put it on the podcast. Um, but yeah, basically, he put those a couple months ago, and now they were ready. I was picking them out today, recording that, um, getting some footage for the, you know, for the actual... Uh, vlog and now um, that I finished that my I'm in my room trying to clean up uh, the super extra mega mess that I have and I thought what better way to also you know stay focused um, than to obviously you know try to record a podcast and talk while I try to clean instead of listen to one where I have to constantly have to pause my movements to be able to hear um my phone so yeah uh today after that i took some tobacco plants you know put those in in the ground instead of in the dieto donde estaban porque estaban unos tiestitos and i had to really get them out of there already like they they were just begging begging to be transplanted so now that they are now that they're like transplanted and they're much better off you know where they are we'll just see if there's any like uh, you know, um, quick growth, like sprouting growth. So we'll see about that. We'll see how that works. And, you know, um, I've just been thinking a lot about how I've been creating content, you know, trying to push it out there, trying to really get it through to other people. And, um, I know that not a lot of people listen to this podcast, given the fact that, you know, the crossing rivers name isn't really that big right now. And since, right now most of these episodes are just me talking then i don't i don't you know i i know that not a lot of people probably find this very very um attractive or appealing to listen to so understanding that i think i'm basically going to take these first episodes and turn them into kind of like a a log of what you know what's been happening for the past couple of months with the social media account that I've been trying to grow. So, you know, instead of just me talking about random stuff, I'm going to be doing probably some of that still. But, um, you know, I, I really want to get a little bit more serious when it comes to my, my, my explanations of what it is that's happening and, you know, documenting everything and me being a person that I, you know, I've been watching how the other content creators move in the space and being, I think one of the only ones, like I, there's only a, uh, a handful, maybe two or three other content creators that have podcasts and being one of the few ones that has one, you know, but still isn't heard that much. So I kind of know the position I'm in. I'm in the position where, you know, I'm a guy that's kind of like in the competition, you know, in the, in the game, cause it's not a competition. This is just a, a friendly, in the game but in the game and these people 
everybody else that's also in the game you know you're, you're over here looking at them and you're like okay but they're getting you know following because they've been at it for a lot longer than i have so you know learning about patience and, and, and putting into context how much time the page has actually just been up and it's only been a couple months and i've been growing it as fast as i you know as fast as i can and as fast as you guys allow me because you guys are basically what is driving my my account you know you're you are the entire reason that i'm uploading content is because i really want you guys to enjoy everything that i i make because you know making these videos is a lot of fun and it's great to do it you know with my family i get to you know i get to spend time with them and feel like uh, most of the time you know when when uh, a couple of them come over i can kind of tell that they're kind of waiting for I, I say the word kind of too much i should stop um but i can tell that they they base they they're still like wondering about how work is and you know how their jobs are going and you know they're texting over here and trying to figure out this and that and i know that me when i used to work you know in planet fitness or in sbs you know la mega whenever i used to do those types of jobs it was like it was like okay um this is this is great but i'm constantly even in my free time thinking about my job and you know because either even if i'm in my free time i'm scared that my boss is going to probably call me to fill up a shift or something you know and and being a you know a person that creates content that you know tries to make videos i'm the type of guy that really just wants to upload as much content as possible and at first you know i want I, I wanted to make a movie i was going to try to make a short film in the past couple of of months and you know my brother kind of like wasn't available emotionally i guess for my stuff he was like i don't want to so i stopped asking and with that kind of like I, I, he was like one of the biggest actors that i kind of utilize in my in my filmmaking so then you know i kind of like stopped filming and then i kind of continued just with the vlogs because that's all i had left but now that you know i found podcasting i i really feel like like it's the the place that i gotta be in you know i, I feel like podcasting is something that really that i can really kind of benefit off of because it gives me a way to create stories and not have to count on a lot of actors you know or like people i can just create the stories make the sounds by myself and then make the dialogues by myself if i if i have to you know that means that you know i have to create the characters around my voice so i can do that but it's it's just really cool because i'm able to be a little bit more self-efficient you know when it comes to these projects and a lot of filmmakers know that making stuff by yourself is a little bit harder and, and it's possible i'm not saying it's not i'm just saying that sometimes the stories that i want to tell require other people and i know that you know the reality of the situation is that if you can't do that you have to adapt and be like okay then let me just try it this way instead or let me make this other story instead and i've done that for so long already that i just feel like it's you know it's a time when i kind of want to just upload what i want to upload you know i kind of want to make what i want to make i don't want to have to compromise and podcasting some stories is going to be pretty cool to try and you know with 
with the podcasting of the stories, you know, in mind, I'm obviously going to probably open another podcasting tab. So then this is not going to be the only podcast, but this is going to be the place where I talk about everything else happening, you know, maybe the news for my podcasts or anything like that. So eventually Crossing Rivers is going to become like the, the, the middle ground for everything else. It's like if I want to upload a a you know a short podcast i'll probably promote it right here you know if i want to upload a a podcast that it was a collaboration with someone else i'll upload it here as well you know i'll I'll try to be very mindful about the stuff that i'm creating for you guys and try to organize it when it comes to, to to the podcasting medium but I also want to look back and maybe if I ever want to um, scroll back to the first audio files and listen to my young little dumb voice <laughs> and just listen to what I have to say, I guess, um, when I used to be a little bit more naive because I know that every single time you grow up, you listen to yourself and you think you're a very naive person. And I'm not one to li- like to listen to my podcast. I'm a person that mostly likes to talk for you guys you know and and, and give you guys the information the the my i guess my context for the situation and once i do that i don't know i just like many others i just can't really look at myself and i have to during editing now which is kind of weird because i usually like editing you know short films and stuff which means i edit other people doing certain actions and that feels a lot more natural but i guess you know um getting comfortable in front of the camera is something I have to be working on anyways so you know pushing forward I I have been wanting to make sure that the personal brand you know Cruzando Rios is something that I keep fairly well taken care of I I see the the potential in this brand in the aspect that I know that I can bring value to other people but I also want to like here's the thing um, with most content creators like a lot of people know it's all about you know how many followers can i get how many more uh subscribers can i get how many more how can i get more views and it's all about how can i how can i how can i um obviously gary v has talked about this in one of his podcasts and i'm not shy to talk about him since i consume a lot of his content is very self-aware and helps me to stay kind of like up to date with what my mindset has to be and i know that's kind of sad that he has to you know do that but it's just that man we've been really badly programmed and he just keeps unscrewing those those old little screws that people put in he just keeps making them you know he keeps them flowing my mind actually like asking questions about what is reality you know what do you mean like what do you need to do to have to, you know to be famous and everything like that or to be um happy or to be uh someone that has a fulfilling life you know or to be someone that spends time with just her family and i know that there's people that are in different tiers and i'm the type of person that what i kind of want is to literally just be able to make money off of the videos i create and i know that you know um being a person that last month um one of my cousins came from the united states and he was over here he was all like he's you know this little kid and he i asked him like so what are you what are you thinking about doing like and 
and I meant it in a way I just wanted to see what his answer was you know I just wanted to see like what do you want what are you thinking about you know as a career as a job and he answers I want to be a youtuber you know a gamer and knowing that that's kind of like what everybody you know what a lot of other kids probably want you know being a youtuber a vlogger you know someone like that so being myself being a person that's kind of pursuing something that a a 13 year old you know is trying to do or you know a a 10 year old is trying to do is kind of like oh my god is this really what i what i want to do and you know that kind of forces you to ask questions and when it comes to me for example i like to make films i like to make vlogs content and with vlogs i kind of see the value in the aspect of you know i'm a i'm a dog person and i i i have I've had so many dogs like in the past in the aspect that like ever since I was born there was one dog here in my house and if once that one passed away you know there was another one or maybe a pair and slowly over time it sinks into your head that animals don't last as long as you do and that you're not always going to have the time with you know them that you always had and me being a person that really fell in love with a beautiful golden retriever called Lila and then losing her last summer um you know it was it was a very big blow that I it, it was really hard for me to overcome and I still haven't really overcome it I kind of like I'm still in the grieving stages of looking at my my desktop having her picture there and I see her and I'm like oh my god I'm about to cry and it's you know it's it's those little things that kind of like humble me and made me think okay time is is really gonna be passing and and a lot has changed ever since I started my blog back in YouTube when I was doing it for me and I wasn't doing it because of Gary Vee I wasn't watching him you know I was back when I was in college you know I was in the typical Gary Vee knows this one his the, the typical I don't like I don't like Gary Vee um, stage so I didn't really like him back then like he says because of his attitude but I thought his message was was you know alright I just didn't like the way he was saying it because you know and he knows this and um, back then I, once I watched his a couple of his videos later that's when I started to, to think a lot about mass producing all of the stuff I made and I trusted him because I when I was in college I paid for a you know a program to help me do more con you know make more content or be like i don't know i guess it was like how to get you know to to working full-time on youtube and i tried it and i i listened to the thing and it was it was a lot of information but there was a lot of more other stuff you had to pay you know like you had to pay more to learn more information and stuff like that and i eventually like i wasn't going to do that because i wasn't going to keep giving them money that i didn't have at the time so i was like you know what let me not do this and seeing gary v's content where he just gave gave a lot of the information that they were also putting out for free so that's how i knew that you know everything that he was saying was worth a lot and it's because i had paid a lot of money for what he was saying and it was like i i understand why whatever he you know he's saying now is important but i had to go through that like stupid ass mistake so that I would be like, oh, okay, this is what should happen and what I should do. And, you know, like I shouldn't be 
Oh my god, I'm sorry guys. I was cleaning here and I was looking at a spider and it completely destroyed my train of thought. It moved across my room and now I am horrified. <laughs> well, if I found find it later, you guys will probably hear me screaming. But anyways, you know, with 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 everything being said, like after paying for all that and having to go through that experience where you know, uh, I was making content but I wasn't really feeling it because, especially when it comes to the cannabis creation, you know, part, I didn't want to upload that to YouTube because of my family and stuff. But now I'm most mostly, I don't know, I'm mostly like open to to uploading, you know, anything anywhere. Um, now, a couple of my family members have caught on to what I have been doing, and you know, I still don't know how to feel about this because, well, remember. I'm not famous, I'm not someone that's making money off of this yet, and I, I would love to, just, you know, because I know where this is going this Christmas, and this is going to be the Christmas where everyone's going to be asking, like, so you've been already a semester out of college, what are you going to be doing with your life soon? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, make videos, and I know that they don't get the scope yet, I do, and that's why trying not to care about what they think you know or what they're saying is really important trying to just be like yeah i'm doing this this that and that's it that's all that i can do i can just tell them what i'm doing and just continue to do it and and you know i can't be afraid because if i'm afraid i won't upload anything and that means that anyone else that wasn't gonna upload you know or that was gonna upload just just getting ahead of me and and i again like I say, it's not a competition. I'm not saying like that it is. It's just my mentality right now is in the aspect of I need to upload stuff, and I'm trying to, you know, use Gary V's like energy <laughs> and watching how much you know how much he uploads to make me at least get into the habit of doing it for myself a lot more constantly because I do want to upload and I do want to, you know, do these things, but with Maria and not having internet in my house and other things like this, it makes it a little hard for me and it makes it not as easy for me to just be like, okay, I'm just going to upload a video. No, because I have to actually travel to another place with a computer, you know, my computer to go to that place because the internet is not, you know, oh my God, I, I don't even want to get into the details of how bad the internet situation is here right now but um at least where i live in the specific spot where i live we got sent one of those little boxes that um basically you after maria you got sent a little box that you basically put it in your house and it was supposed to receive like signal like you know normal signal and turn that into um internet basically like a router you know like a, like using your phone as a router and let me just say that I used it in other people's houses and it actually worked and I used it in other people's houses that had no, like, literally nothing to do with working. Like, the machine never even emitted internet and one of those houses was ours. Like, the machine never worked. So, tried a couple other things, never worked either. Um, tried my phone, didn't work. And now it's just a matter of me trying my best not to lose my mind <laughs> um because i really want to upload i really want to push more content out there 
and like I was saying in the beginning, looking at a lot of the other content creators of the island and seeing what they're doing, you know, they're make they're doing a lot of pictures, a lot of posts, a lot of stories. Um, a couple of them are uploading to the weed tube, which is pretty cool. Um, and I have to be one, you know, the, the one thing that's been getting them to actually look towards my direction, you know, and look at Cruzando Rios and try to be a little bit more um, close to me. The one thing that I can tell has been working is content. And literally that's it. Like I've been uploading a lot more video content and that's been getting a lot more views because, well, that's what I'm trying to do in this industry. I don't, I want to literally be a video creator and if I can upload enough to it, you know, for example, to WeTube to at least get a paycheck that I could survive off of, I would be happy. Like, I would be so happy to know that I could just wake up, do that again for the next month. And I know that at that, you know, at the end of the next month, I'll be receiving another paycheck with maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, depending on my, you know, progression. And then I just have to continue on that little path of growth. And it's it's been a journey to learn all of this because you know after studying in college you know communications and marketing and all this stuff and you know i took the big chunk out of that in the aspect that like you know this is like the biggest way you could pay for your education and stuff and it was basically less than actually learning all the stuff i did and when it comes to editing i learned a lot of my editing skills on my own and but with friends like for example like my teacher my professor the one that taught me how to edit or gave me the editing class i basically just said okay yeah sure great and i did my editing project and every other student because my professor would constantly leave out of the classroom every other student would be like robert how do you do this robert how do you do that and i would have to be fixing everybody's problems and with that being said, like I got a lot of experience out of that with editing and I'm, I'm grateful for that, but it's not like they taught me how to do it. And, and the problem is when you're not me, you know, when you were the kid that was there asking me the question because you didn't get it from the professor and I had to explain it, I'm pretty sure that that kid had a lot more questions and the professor wouldn't let me answer a lot of them. He would be like, you know, sh- let him, and I'd be like, all right, but you're not teaching them that skill that they probably would like to know. And, you know, it's just a lot of the stuff that us, you know, me as a student, someone who went through the whole five years and can give you a review of it. If you're a film student, you know, like you're really not going to learn any anything new unless you're in a prestigious or expensive film school that like will teach you with the best gear. Unless you're there and you're in a normal place they're just going to say, okay, so we have a couple DSLRs here and maybe because that's not, that wasn't always the case in our thing, you know, they just made us go with our gear and record our short films for the projects and stuff. So sometimes even the professor wasn't even there for a couple of shoots, not mine at least because I didn't want him slowing me down. Um, at least in that aspect. But when I saw other recordings where he was supposed to be there he wasn't there and the ones that he was there he just created sometimes a little bit more confusion than teaching because he was just interrupting the flow of what we were doing sometimes like maybe maybe we were working correctly but he would stop um to like say something that would be completely irrelevant 
and you'd be like, okay, so why, why this? But um, he was the professor at least for me. Remember, different types of students have different mentalities. So I know that for all the students that wanted their professor to be there all the time with them, they were probably like, this professor's an asshole. You know, like he's not in here every day. He's not teaching me everything I need to learn. I'm trying to, you know, I'm basically learning this all by myself. And that was probably what they were, you know, getting off of that. When it comes to me, what, you know, what I was getting off of it was like, okay, this is a professor that's not going to bother me. You know, he's not going to be telling me what to do. He's not going to be, you know, doing anything like he's not going to get in my way because other professors during that time, I kind of felt like that's the only thing that they were doing. Like they were just getting in my way. Um, and, and that was, that was just sad because it was like, I want to work. And I'm, I'm here trying to make the best, you know, like film I can or short film I can or a little story. And here they are trying to make me not do it because there's a stunt involved and, you know, I, I shouldn't. And it's like, I, I'm not going to do it when I'm 30. I have to do it now, you know, like, and I sometimes did a couple of those shots. They loved them, but they said I can't accept them because, well, it's too dangerous. He was the only professor that was a little bit more like, yeah, sure, give it to me, you know. And with that being said, well, it was more, you know, it was a lot easier for me to just, you know, consume um, knowledge from the internet and apply it to my films freely instead of being limited and having to do one, you know, thing. Um, but when it came to working with others, I was a little bit selective. I was more of the kid that was like, you know, the student that was like looking for certain kids to work with that, you know, had their heads right because there were there was a bunch of people in my class that weren't you know up to par with what they were supposed to be doing at that level you know and and again i don't blame them i blame the fact that the school let them continue on without knowing other skills like for example me why would you let me you know someone into the third year if i still haven't even taken a script writing class if i don't even know the first part of making a short film which is the script you know it's like those types of little things that i'm like did they have to fix this so um we started talking about a bunch of other stuff and we ended up talking about school hmm. the point was um that you know i just want to make this into basically my ranting station because I've always wanted to upload a couple of my thoughts and what I've been thinking, what I've been trying to do out there, and doing it in this fashion where, you know, you guys get to hear me as well instead of me just uploading this into a, a you know, a random little voice memo box and just keeping it there. I think this is a little bit more useful, so, um, yeah, just going to continue on cleaning my room and hope you guys, hope to see you guys in the next podcast. Hey guys, uh, wow, this episode started really quickly. Okay guys, uh, it's been a while, and uh, just wanted to give you guys a little update. Um, welcome to the Crossing Rivers podcast. Um, I am here currently, just took a couple hits out of my Dynavap here. I'm going to 
hit the last heat cycle here with my torch. Um, but while I do that, I'm going to also be talking to you guys about... Um, wait, there we go. While we do that, I'm also going to be talking to you guys about um, something that my dad brought me from a trip he recently went to, which is really special for me. So I'm going to be talking to you guys about that. And um, I just wanted to, you know, I was here ranting for a little bit on my head. And I thought, you know, I should do it for the podcast. So give me a second. Cheers. what I like about vaporizers the the, the the puffs always taste great mm. okay so here's what I want to kind of talk about um, in the last couple of months that have been passing uh, still haven't been able to upload any of my videos um, and now with another situation that's Arised, I have another reason why not to want to upload them, but I'm I don't know. I think I could Anyways, and maybe I should uh, I have to f- still find a place with the internet to see if I can upload them and um, I, uh, I Really want to do that because I see a lot of other people uploading on the WeTube already and I and I know I could I just need an internet connection and it's just so hard to get one where I live and you know now with the earthquakes and stuff around the island it's just so much so much shit happening you know but um with that being said uh my parents came back from a trip that they did about a week ago and about two days ago my dad um he was cleaning out la maleta you know the the his bag he was like cleaning it out and taking out everything that he had and he pulled out a little gift for me, which is, you know, this beautiful little wooden pipe. And it's like, you know, basically like a Sherlock Holmes style type of pipe. And you know, the tamaño and the size, it looks like a Sherlock Holmes pipe, but it's more of a, like an indigenous type thing, como de indígena. So it's got like, kind of like an indigenous face on it. I don't know, his hairs brushing on the side of the bowl, and then the actual stem comes off too. It like separates into two pieces for me to clean it. That'll be great because owning Chubby's pipe, having it for a little bit and using it, you see how fast it like, pipes sometimes fill up with resin when it comes to cannabis. So we gotta keep it nice and clean. Gotta get some pipe cleaners for that, probably. Um. But yeah, uh, so he got me a basically a tobacco pipe. It says it's pretty deep. It goes almost to my second knuckle if I put my index finger in, but almost, kind of like halfway. And um, it's pretty deep because compared to Chubby's pipe, the little black pipe that he has that he gave us, um, gave my my little brother and that and that we've been using, you know, all this time. It's a pretty deep pipe, and not all the time there's enough cannabis to fill it up to the top. And, you know, hit it. Uh, yesterday, Isaias was courteous enough, you know, or is that the word? Courteous? I don't know. Um, he was good enough to pack a beautiful bowl in Chubby's pipe. Chubby, 
thank you so much for that little pipe. Siempre está con nosotros, you know. Whenever it's with us, you're with us, bro. Um, and anyways, the pipe basically la la and it's a pretty deep little tiny kind of like um, it's kind of like a, a Popeye type of pipe. It's the, the straight one, you know, the straight little stem, but it's tiny. Um, but it's a nice little deep bowl, and he filled it up, and we were hitting it, and it was great. Um, I was super relaxed, and that also leads me to, you know, talk about, like, the, the differences that you feel when you're consuming cannabis in the aspects of the difference between a vaporization and a smoking method. You know, they, everything feels different, so smoking, dabbing, um, vaping, um, cartridging, <laughs> um, you know, eating it, it's all going to be a different high, so... Eating it normally, for me, um, it's going to be pretty heavy, and you're going to be pretty sedated normally, like, you're going to be, but, but the good thing about some, you know, eating it is that, obviously, you're not going to require so much so often, because, obviously, smoking cannabis takes about, you know, the, the effects are about two hours, you know, one hour and a half to two hours, depending on your tolerance and how much you took, um, but let's say you took a, a, a decent amount that is able to keep you sedated, you know, or, you know, high or medicated for two hours, um, and that's it. Then you probably need either another little joint or you need another bowl or, you know, you need to vaporize another bowl. But when it comes to um, actually consuming it and having it in an edible form, it's metabolized, you know, the THC is metabolized by the liver instead of the blood, instead of going straight through the blood brain barrier, which is what it's doing when it's going, you know, you know, into your lungs. It, it goes into one of the bronchiolo, you know, and it just straight up goes into one of your capillaries, you know, and then it just keeps on going from there and, and it breaks through the blood brain barrier pretty quickly. When it comes to consuming it, once you have it in your body, um, your stomach is going to try to digest it and it will go through a different type of style. So instead of turning into THC, the normal THC that's going to get you high, it's going to turn into THCA, which is a stronger version of THC because you're going to process it with the liver instead. Um, and what that's going to do is that it's going to make it last a lot longer. So the amounts of cannabis can probably last a lot longer, which I've wanted to test out. And if I ever have enough cannabis that I can make my own batch of brownies and, um, measure how much I'm consuming, because I, I kind of like to be slightly medicated all day, not really high all day, but you know, just with a nice little buzz. So my girlfriend, um, brought me or should I say my ex? I don't know. I'm that's the stuff is happening there. But anyways, let's keep going here. Um, just forget I said that because I'm trying to fix everything, um, or as much as I can. But let's continue on forward, and let's talk about the fact that you know, once you eat it, cannabis is gonna. Wow, that really disrupted me. Anyways, let's keep going. Cannabis is going to act differently. So it's going to start to make you get a little bit more 
sedated and for me it just brings me down to a level where i'm like comfortable not you know constantly consuming so i would like to actually take a gummy you know or an edible if i was going to go on a long drive and you know someone else is driving and i'm just going to sit there and i don't want to be smoking in the car for example let's say i'm with my parents and i i don't want to you know toke up in the car but i do want to be high before we get there and i think edibles would be perfect for that type of situation for me um since i don't have you know the the access to a dispensary yet I haven't been able to see like maybe their products and maybe I don't know they're not as expensive so I could probably get something that would you know be able to carry me throughout the whole day or two packets of something that would be able to carry me throughout the whole day with you know that way I don't have to consume cannabis in front of anybody that I don't want to but I also have to you know have to like talk about when it actually comes to consuming cannabis and smoking it i do understand why other people do it because sometimes you only want the two hours of effect and you don't want to be you know that high all the time so i do see why maybe smoking it or vaporizing it or dabbing it is in your preferred wheelhouse now obviously the good thing about this is you get to consume your flour now if you are dabbing that's not what you're going to be doing you're going to be consuming the um, extracts, you know, the pure extracts of the flower. So those are going to be a lot more potent, a lot stronger. And those actually do, um, end up making your tolerance a lot higher. So you're going to end up needing a little bit more every time. Um, so anybody who's dabbing out there excessively, take a day to, you know, to maybe not, if you have a vaporizer around, I mean, because I don't want to make you do something that's not that's less healthy so i know that dabbing is a lot more healthy than you know taking a pipe or a bong rip um and i'm kind of over bong rips right about now like i kind of liked them before when i was starting cannabis because bong rips were just a way to a great way for me to just put a nice little bowl hit it and not have like that pipe straight because i didn't know how to use the pipe yet so i was just you know pulling straight in you know just just pulling air and it was burning my throat so i was like i don't really like that that much that's why i didn't like pipes until i learned how to properly smoke them you know and um you know which now i use the method which is more like you know fill up the mouth and once you fill up the mouth you just inhale that in so you can either do that in a french inhale or you can completely inhale it in and that's kind of like what i what I learned and it made it a lot easier for me to consume out of a pipe so that's why I'm so excited and stoked to you know to actually use my dad's pipe because my dad's pipe is a tobacco pipe so I I I would love to dab you know I'm pretty sure it's amazing because it'll get you pretty high pretty quick and that's it I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that me with my tolerance right now where I've only been consuming cannabis in smoking form maybe a dab is the next you know like woof it'll get me pretty high but I'm pretty sure that there are people out there maybe right that are already starting to see that the dabs are just like the weed before you know you you take one and you're high but you're you could probably handle a second dab you know and you're gonna wait maybe a little bit but you probably want another one and and I'm not saying that that you are like that i'm saying that i'm pretty sure that if i were to smoke you know watching history and seeing how my body has adapted to thc 
and seeing how other people consume it, you know, on a regular basis, dabbing all the time, I'm pretty sure that there are people out there that are reaching other levels of of tolerance. Because I've also, you know, seen it happen in, in a live. I'm gonna light up this up here. I saw it happen in a live stream where Kush Kushkels, that's her name, I think. She's really awesome. She's super cute, and she makes these like amazing music videos and like you know like her lyrics sometimes she uses like other lyrics and she'll make you know like normal songs and she'll like she plays her ukulele and i i love the ukulele so it like it's super calming but right she was doing a live stream where she was dabbing boy She was doing a live stream where she was dabbing, and in the live stream, she commented on how she needed to dab another dab because she wasn't really feeling the high. And me being a person that um, I was using cartridges for the beginning of my, you know, smoking time, since I was using cartridges, I was um, really making my tolerance go up, and I could tell because. In less than a couple months, I was already needing to, you know, take a couple more puffs than I was already taking, and that was making it a lot more, um, you know, it was making it a lot more like, oh, I'm wasting this cartridge a lot faster, and it's pretty expensive, and I don't want to spend all my money on it, so I was starting to, you know, have double thoughts, negative thoughts about cartridges in that regard when it came to to tolerance and money and I was like okay well I think I'm gonna go with maybe um flour now but I still didn't want to smoke so that's when I started to get into vaporization and uh, it's been the best method so far for me right up till now because it's the most I use I'm a full vaporizer all the way like I'm vaporizing like when I wake up eh. The good part about vaporizing with the Dynavap and stuff or any other vaporizer is that if you're vaporizing, you could probably get away with doing it in a room and, you know, someone in another room wouldn't really smell it. Now, you do have to be careful as your vaporizer gets older. I do have to admit that, you know, as the vaporizer gets older, it kind of gets, like, tainted with the smell. So, even if you clean it, I mean, if you clean the Dynavap pretty well, it will lose, like, it'll be completely clean and just as good as new. But once you start to use it, I mean, and it has, like, resin inside, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you got to be really careful because if you're, like, it has a lot of resin and you're using it, you do have to know that you're going to be producing a little bit more smell than if you just would have had it cleaned and started using it right there. So outside of that, you know, I love my vaporizer. I use it all the time. But when it comes to moving, you know, like going driving or walking in, like, let's say I'm doing a, a walk in the woods, the Dynavap is something that you kind of need a little bit of wind resistance um, to it. You know, you, you, you can't you can't really be on the wind. Um, for example, I went to the Junke once and I and I was with my little brother and we went under a bridge and it was awesome because when you know we went under the bridge and in the junke you know it was like it was raining so we just went under the bridge for cover and we could hear the cars passing over us but we were nice and chill down there so i just took the vaporizer pulled out a little bit of cannabis you know and lit it up 
and we toked it. Now, it was amazing there, but a couple um, hours later, we were in another point where we were walking, and I kind of wanted to toke again, but since we were in constant movement, we weren't just with my brother. I was also with my parents and a couple of my um, a couple of my aunts and uncles. Um, well, since we were walking behind them, we took what, like the Dynavap, and we wanted to really use it, and we, we did, but we had to stop. That's the point. The wind is a little bit too powerful sometimes if you don't have a good um, torch lighter, and you know if you're obviously not in your house, you're not going to be carrying the big one. I mean, you could, and you're probably going to use it like any other, you know, torch lighter. But with the vaporizer so small, you know, you got to be careful with it. And you know, um, having the small ones in the beach, they don't really work in the beach, because um, that's also another place I tried to use them, and you really got to be covering yourself and stuff. So I kind of enjoy being able to consume out of a pipe in the aspect that you can just turn it on and it'll stay on or a joint you know that does the same thing so that's kind of what i like about joints and blunts that once you light them if you're consistently you know smoking you have a beautiful you know little stick of cannabis that you're just going to continue on consuming what i like about pipes is that you're depending on the depth for example my brother has a tiny little three inch pipe glass little three inch pipe that has a not that deep of a bowl but it's pretty good because when you have to use it and not have a lot of cannabis on you you can just you know put a little bit on that light it up and it has a little carb cap carb little hole on the on the side so you know you just hold that get your get your pipe nice and stoked and now that i learned how to smoke well it's a little bit better so but having a deeper bowl is something that i really enjoy um, that's what I like about tobacco pipes. So Chubby's little tobacco pipe, because that's actually why he had that pipe. He used to consume tobacco. Chubby's little tobacco pipe is amazing because it's tiny, but it has a, such a deep bowl that it like almost triples the bowl of my brother's little glass pipe. So by doing that, it makes it more, if you have a lot more cannabis, right? Um, and you fill that little bad boy up, and you're driving, you can honestly, you know, pass that around for a couple people. Like, cause let's say you want to pass it around. Cause I'm, I'm talking a lot about personal use here, but let's say you want to pass around, obviously a joint and a blunt, depending on the length is how many times it's going to go around is, is, you know, depends on how big and fat it is, but a pipe, you know, it all depends on how much pack is packed into it. So, and how big it is. So if it's a tiny pipe, and it has just a little bit of weed. Obviously, you know, for two people, that's going to be a little bit better because two people toke and, you know, you obviously corner the bowl probably and y'all can get probably two puffs out of it, but each, you know. But if we're talking about Chubby's Deeper Pipe, Chubby's Deeper Pipe is, you know, a lot. You can pack in a lot more. So like we were doing with Isaias, it was three of us and each one of us hit that pipe twice but I took about three puffs each time, and I think each one of us did that. So it was it was it was a lot of cannabis in there. So imagine if you were to take Chubby's pipe, fill it up with cannabis to the top, you know, nice and grinded, and you just went with that and took it. You would probably have a lot of cannabis there, and like you would probably be, you know, pretty chill by the end of smoking that whole pipe. 
then my pipe is a little bit deeper you know than chubby's pipe a little bit wider so you're obviously going to put in a lot more cannabis into it and i you know i love that because obviously you know having a lot of deeper bowl is better but creo que le voy a comprar una mallita which is the little um the little how do you call it it's like the little mesh screen you know okay it's like made out of i did that mesh mesh screen okay it's that metal type screen that i'm gonna put so i might not make the bowl as deep as it already is i may make it deep but not that deep that way you know if i don't have that much weed i could probably pack in a little bit anyways and i don't have to you know make it look like the bowl is empty and the good thing about it is that, is that i'm pretty sure that even if i pack it all the way through with the the mallita where i'm going to put it i'm pretty sure it's still going to have a you know a lot of cannabis and i can light this up and i'm pretty sure i could pass this in a car of four people and we could all hit it really comfortably and um you know that's kind of like really cool because obviously four people and now imagine because if you have enough weed cannabis to give four people like that and just for everybody and you're also having that at same amounts and you can go home and if you're more of a lone wolf you know you can go to your house take your beautiful pipe and just really smoke out of it so i see a lot of other um influencers that are much more they're more smokers than vaporizers and a lot of them have their medical licenses which is it's funny because you know i don't have a medical license yet i have a vaporizer and i kind of use that a lot more um but since i'm i don't really care about the whole law thing either i can kind of see why a lot of them stick to you know their bongs or their pipes or you know stuff like that because since smoking is still the traditional way of consuming cannabis and i don't think it's going to leave anytime soon i think you know i think that vaporization and the cartridges and stuff like that is going to make it better for people that don't want to smoke or can't smoke you know for the body risks and you know if you don't want smoke in your lungs vapor is a great if you know and you still want to if you don't want the smoke in your lungs but you still want flour vaporization is where you're supposed to go you know like and But for me, that's a person that's backwards. I usually vaporize and I prefer vaporization. Smoking, I like it just because, you know, it sometimes tastes a bit different. You know, obviously it tastes a lot different. And, but it it feels different also. It's more, for me, of a chill high. If, it, if, the, if the cannabis is good, you know, because I've, being someone that has bought stuff from the illicit market, Uh, there's a lot of shitty cannabis out there sometimes and you smoke it and you're I'm like well that didn't do anything but what I'm hopefully you know waiting for my plants to you know my little baby to grow to be you know that flower if it grows nice like you know like the dispensary type of weed which is what I'm looking at right now if it grows up nice I think I'm gonna make it my like my mission to take probably a little bit of that weed and just put it in this pipe to you know maybe i think the first you know the inaugural um smoke in this pipe will be probably from that cannabis because it's probably the only time i'll have enough to just grind it up and you know maybe take some of the popcorn nugs when i break up the the when i start cutting it and trimming it i'm probably going to take the trim And I'll probably put that in this pipe and that'll be the inaugural smoke. So take the trim from that beautiful plant, put it in this beautiful pipe that my 
father gave me and this is going to be the pipe that i'm probably going to take everywhere with me the beach um the river everywhere because if i have enough cannabis to put in this trust me i'm going to want to take a nice little toke out of this and think about my dad and um you know just it's a nice pipe it's a nice pipe so um yeah now i think that outside of that i i didn't explain i don't know if i explained why i don't like bongs that much um when it comes to bong rips it's it they used to be great and i used to love bong rips because they were like you know you take all that smoke in boom one one step you know and you just whoop and it all goes in and i i like that but i do have to admit that maybe because of the speed of the intake um i feel that same speed of the leaving of the effects so my body i feel like i sober up a lot quicker if i hit a couple bong rips um even though i'll i'll be pretty high during like you know if i hit three bong rips let's say for example let's give it a number right one bong rip let's say i make a decent bowl and i hit that bowl that first bowl is probably enough to get me pretty chill if you know and and like i'll be if the weed is can't you know if the weed is good it'll get me pretty chill and it'll get me like ah all right i'm good but if i want to get like let's say i wanted to get a little bit high you know like actually high and i wanted to be not just medicated and chill if not you know i want to be a little bit more stoned like i want to be a little bit more stoned so that's when the second bowl would probably come in and if i wanted you know to feel the effects and be watching tv and probably i would want a third bong rip to not have to do it you know again but maybe i would save it up after i did those two and do the third one later because if you do a full bowl it's a lot more than if you're sharing um and usually most of my times i'm sharing so i tend to always count them like that like like sharing so yeah um but outside of that that's why i kind of don't like bong rips but i do like i do like how you know like once you put put it through the water it like clears it up and you're able to take that big hit and it like really goes straight to your head for a second and i kind of you know i love that i'm never going to i'm never going to not like that and but that's the thing that it doesn't have to be a bong rip i think that all like water pieces do that because i did that kind of chicken sound oh <laughs> i think that all water pieces kind of do that so for example like a water piece that's um that you're lighting up with a bong rip i think that obviously if you had the dynavap and you had the extension to put it through a water piece if you guys haven't seen you know sneaky pete's videos he has a water piece and he puts his dynavap through it which is my vaporizer and um you know the one that i have he has same model and a bunch of others and amazing and he runs them through water and you know you can clearly see that once that passes through water it's going to cool down and you're going to be able to take that hit and it's going to go straight up to your head so i think that you know and obviously with dabbing we see it as well where the air is pretty hot and water is required to cool it down you know just a little bit because it's going to be the heck of a burnout if you're doing it all the time without any water you know and um i like outside of all of that 
if you're not running them through water pieces, well, like, you know, like me, I'm just running my Dynavap straight, you know, I just consume straight out of it. I sometimes think, you know, when you're driving or you're doing something different and you're, you know, you're doing something, um, let's say I want to walk or just go in the woods and go around and not have to worry about the wind or anything like that, which is usually my the case with the Dynavap, I kind of want to be able to use my pipe a little bit more in that retrospect, but it just needs a little bit more cannabis. So I will continue to use my Dynavap just because of how much cannabis I can, you know, I don't have to use to get medicated, but I do, I am looking forward to the day that my plants are beautiful enough and big enough and mature enough that I can trim them, dry them, cure them, and then consume them <laughs> and have a beautiful, beautiful toke out of the pipe. Um, but hopefully I might, you know, if I put the little mesh thing a little bit higher up in the pipe, I might make it more of a chubby type of distance pipe so that I chubby I'll just make it you know just drop it down and make it um you know push the little mesh screen into the pipe and make a, a bowl out of the screen and that way you know I can put it halfway so half of my bowl will just be like empty space for the smoke to go through and the other half will be actual pipe but that way I'll be able to put less cannabis in there and actually consume it and if I ever want to extended i just have to you know take out the mesh which eventually breaks off and you have to you know change anyways so it's beautiful hopefully you guys um enjoy my rant and my really distracted rant on this topic um i'm gonna see if i can take a picture of the pipe and my uh my beautiful little plant together so you guys can you know, for the, you know, for la portada de este podcast, so you guys can kind of see the pipe, and also see the flower that the future is, you know, the pipe, so, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast, I'll see you guys, or I'll speak to you guys in the next one.